I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by the Beer Keller, Liverpool One. Hello and welcome back to Review from the Bullens. It's the weekly catch-up with myself, Ben Winstanley, joined by Paul Draper, the Bobble and producer, Matty, for this one. The Merseyside Derby is Saturday and we're going to go a bit of a, a time-travelling back into the past to talk about all Merseyside Derby memories. Bobble, I'm coming to you first. We haven't had many, but mm. what has been your favourite Derby moment in your short life so far? Poor. Uh, you look back at the three in a win at home with Andy Johnson. You know, got a couple. That, that was a great day. What a moment that was! Obviously, the Dan Gosling FA Cup. That obviously, that was a huge moment, wasn't it? And especially the, the obviously the game at Goodison where he, he got the goal in extra time. That was fantastic. Um, it's it's tough. Obviously, Kevin Campbell at Anfield. What what a day! What a moment for us. You know, in the away end. And I don't even know if Paul was alive. No, I don't think you were Paul. I was too. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Ninety nine. And, and recently, I look at I look at. Um, Jaggy Alka's goal at Anfield, like I was in the away end for that. Like, what, what a moment! Just because of the timing and obviously the, the 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 way it went in, and and obviously who it was, and you know he couldn't do that again because he never hit a ball like it no. his whole career, um, and 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 it kind of stunted Liverpool, you know, going on a bit of a title charge. You know, Everton was singing at the end. You know, we've your season up, um, <laughs> which which was you know it was great. That was a great moment. Um, yeah, pro- probably the three 0 win at Goodison because I think that was a, a period in my lifetime where we were really starting to knock on that door and trying to barge into the top four, but yeah, also really. challenge Liverpool and try and you know let's be fair, try and knock them off their perch and become a better team than them. And that was probably the closest we got to, wasn't it? And I think in all our lifetimes, that's probably about as close as we got to. I think that's probably w- when we were the closest yeah, to them. Yeah. We remember the derbies yeah. when it was, they were actually were derbies. There was a bit of a competition. And Matty, you can see you there, chomping at the bit to get involved. What, What's your favourite derby moment? To me, it was probably the Dan Gosling goal in the FA Cup. I think I went to the, 
the first round, or the th- was it the third round, wasn't it? Mm. Went to the first game and Anfield got the draw there and obviously brought them back to our place. That year we got the, fa- the final that year. That year we got the final yeah, that year, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but to be fair, for me that day, I was in the, you know, like the ITV box and the Sky box in the corner of the ground. Mm. I was in there with my dad, never sat in hospitality before or anything like that. For some reason, he managed to get tickets in there. And then I was sitting there with a couple of older lads as well. And when he scored, everyone was just picking me up and like throwing me everywhere because I, I was only about what? I was nine, ten at the time. And I just seen because they had the full allocation as well. I think they had like 7,000 fans there. Yeah, you and, like, more, soon, yeah, yeah. They had both levels. Yeah, and it was further down to past the yeah. halfway line as well, weren't it? And I remember just everyone singing after the game and just seeing them all just walk out. Like, obviously, they'd been beaten that. It was just great for us. That's probably the best memory of my lifetime. Going with the Andy Johnson one, that 3-0 was great. I remember mm-hmm. I sat in a family enclosure right behind the corner flag, and then that was my season ticket seat. And um, I think it was for the third goal when Rainer threw the ball back in. Yeah, they yeah. came and celebrated right in front of me. I remember the next season, they had um, when they gave the season tickets out, they had like a big Andy Johnson poster where he was going like that with the, the, the three. Yeah, yeah. 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 And because I was a kid, it's just like, what, boss, and it's just, just beating them. Obviously, it's not happened many times since. The gold in the FA Cup, actually, if you were watching it on TV at home, went you off, missed didn't it. Went, it. Off, went yeah. off, yeah. Do you remember? I remember my mum phoning me, going, what happened, what happened? Yeah. And I was like, well, we won. Yeah. And the telly went off. I was like, how's the telly yeah. gone off? And then obviously, I've seen the adverts, and it was a tick tac advert, weren't it? Andy, uh, Andy Shandy, mate. Shandy Mader. Andy Mader. <laughs> Shandy Mader. <laughs> yeah. He, um, he went down and faked an injury. Do you yeah. remember? He was on the right wing. Yeah. I, I, that day, I'd done my medial ligament in my leg. I was on crutches, just played rugby. and my knee was ballooned and safe to say my brother had to carry me out the ground because it was enormous. <laughs> Went through about three, literally three rows. I was in the family enclosure then, unfortunately. <laughs> the uh, And the atmosphere is not great there at the best of times. But it was it was a great day. Like That half me was up there. Um, I think another g- game where like was this... <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I was disappointing. I think it was when Jermaine Beckford put us two one up. Yeah, Anfield. At Anfield, yeah. and then I think I think Derek Hoyt got a penalty. I think so that was Bob, Phil Neville on board. It was yeah, that, that I one. think Bob was doing a bit of research, but I'm sure they got like an 80th minute penalty to make it two two. Um, that that was just an absolute kick in in, in the nuts yeah. to say the least. Because we went there a few times and Kale scored a few times and a few yeah. draws. Um, we just had no luck, Paul. Have we? What's your favourite menu? Uh, it was moment a, it bit? was a dirt cow penalty. Was it there? in the sixty eighth minute? Yeah, you're right. It was. Oh, was that when was the Phil Neverland ball? Was that that game? Uh, or was that a different game? Who scored the first for Everton that day? Uh, Sylvan Distan. That's right. They went one the up. Yeah, that was from the free. They went one the up, and then Distan scored, be- and then Beckford scored six minutes later. And we were two one up, and then Dirk Cout scored a penalty. It finished two two. Kind of like forgotten that one, isn't it? No yeah, it is a little bit. It was a little bit. I mean, when we looked at the when you look at the Everton lineup. It was a decent team, you know. Howard, Neville, Heutinger, Distan, Baines, Coleman, Fellaini, Arteta, Osman, and we started with a Nietzsche being Beckford up top, which was obviously quite a rare. Hit me in the fields there. Well, <laughs> and we had the likes of Cahill, Pinar, Saha, Jaggy, Alka, Barkley, or Yakubu was out on loan. They were all out injured or out on loan at the time. So Barkley, yeah, yeah. Like, Barkley? Decent, yeah, Barkley was yeah injured. That's mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was obviously a young, you know, he was a young. Kid. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, it stood off. I, I watched that one on on TV. I didn't go to that one, but I, met, I just always remember Jermaine Beckford doing like a. Like a slide tackle, half volley, and it, yeah, it like, ended it, yeah. up on like sideways and scored. And I thought, oh, hang really on, good hang finish. on. I think we played quite well in that game with a team that was injury played, loads of suspensions and stuff. So we did well. Paul, go on. Favorite derby performance? I haven't got. I'm, I haven't got many. You probably never, only see us seen us win about four times. I've never managed <clears throat> to see us win at the grounds. Obviously, growing up in Spain, so man. 
mine would maybe be it's I know it was only a draw, but when Rooney scored a penalty, the I was gonna chip in with that oh, one in a second. That was the first time I went Anfield, and I think I should have stopped then to be fair, because every time I've been since we've been we've been done over. So that could be one of mine, and I'm not gonna lie, the Carlo one was although it was COVID. Oh yeah, the COVID one. It yeah. was Really, yeah. really, really pleased, and I think out of that year it was probably the best day of that that full year. And it was always hard because obviously I didn't have the banter and skill like all you would have had with with Red, so it was easier growing up for me. But now, obviously, with all my mates that I've got, and that that's when I started sort of having the back and forth. So I haven't in work now. The way the derby banter started a few days ago now in my work, and they all know. And I know whatever happens, whoever gets in on Sunday on the uh, winning side is going to be basically king of the office for a week. You'll be doing the bruise, won't you, Monday morning? <laughs> yeah, you will. I'm in Sunday fully enough, so, that, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so I'm ready for Sounds that. Sounds pulling a sickie, mate, if we don't get a result. Unless Everton win, no, you won't be in Even if we do get a result, you've got a phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll show me face when all lose. I've got, got to, I've, I've already gave it all out, so I've got to show me face anyway. But yeah, I don't get many. I haven't got many good moments. It's been, it hasn't been good, hasn't it? Really, it was just typical of Everton years. that year, especially under the COVID year, where the Everton yeah. fans couldn't go. Oh, and no. I think we won at White Hart Lane, the Tottenham Hotspur Ground. Yeah. We won at the Arsenal. Emirates. Yeah, won at Anfield. Yeah. Got a draw at United. Draw at United. Game. Yeah, the, the, the four all. Three all. Yeah, I thought it was four all. Three three. three I think the Donald four all was the game. Leeds won everywhere, really. Yeah, we did win everywhere, just couldn't win at home again. That's what we're forcing we are now. That Wolves win was impressive that year, to off topic a little bit. Yeah, Michael Keane, Andre Gomez. Sheffield United win away to go second in the league, Boxing Day. Well, let's talk about let's talk about worst experiences in the Merseyside. I've got his three forward for you, Origi. Do you know what I think mine is? The Origi one was terrible. But do you remember the Sadio Mane one? The do you know what, do you remember no, that one? You're missing all awesome. Do you know what mine Listen is, to lads? him. Oh. I know what he's going to say. Down at Wembley. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Down at Wembley. Andy one, one Bloody Carroll. I, I've got another yeah. one for you. So Van Dyst with the back pass. Yeah. With that one. Do you remember? I've got another one for you. Yeah. When the kids beat us in the cup. Oh, that was a oh, good yeah. Oh, yeah. So many bad <laughs> memories. Oh, my word. It's actually not even funny, though, is it's it? Like, it's, they've genuinely put us Everton fans through so much torture. But that, that Manny one, it was like the 94th minute. Again, and yeah. we can see it in the, like, the 94th minute. Manny hit the post. Joe Robles was yeah. in goal. It bounced across and he scored. Yeah, Sturridge hit the post. Sturridge and Manny just follows in the rebound. So I, think, I was thinking, it cannot get any worse than this. Everton have Everton it up yeah. until... You know, step forward. Christmas ruined the whole party. When the blue flare went on at the 95th yeah. or 96th minute. And okay, then, no, that, that, I, I, I think Peter Reid had done a tweet to say, great point at Anfield. Because well, Andre Gomez absolutely ran the show that day. That semi-final down when he was bad, lads. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad one. I mean, I was... we went one up with Jelovic after two. We won up at half-time. And if you... There was a sloppy goal as well that way. Yeah, they tried and clear it off Carragher. We, we were one up at half-time and I'm not sure who it was. Was it, was it Carragher who came out over the years and it actually said at half time we, we knew Everton were a better team than us for the first time Everton were a better team than Liverpool and that we was knew that awful Liverpool yeah, it was, we're looking at the Liverpool team they had Jones in goal Glenn Johnson Carragher Skirtle Aga Henderson Spearing Jay Downing <laughs> Andy Carroll obviously Gerrard Bellamy yeah like people like Shelby on the bench Enrique like Rodriguez it wasn't great and I, I can't think who it was. I'm sure it might have been Carragher who came out and I think said, it was. It was, yeah. Who came out and said, like, after this, we, 
at half time we knew Everton were a better team. We for the first time we knew, but we just knew mentally they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't have the they wouldn't have the mentality to see it through and win the game. Because at that at that point everyone was Slayton and how much they paid for Andy Carroll, weren't they? Eighty mm. seventh minute winner it was. Of course, and that's a kickstart. Was it was a kickstart? Oh. Uh, not that he had a great Liverpool career anyway, but like no, but he always used to score in a derby. Then he scored that goal against that that was a bad one for me because I remember just walking at Wembley thinking. It's worse when you know you're a better team. Yeah. And like, the, we at that point, we, we our eleven was better than theirs. I, it was a better eleven. A defeat's bad, you but in a derby when you won it up as well, that was that, that one was a must trick. have been that bad because I flew I flew to England home from Spain for that like that weekend because it was round Easter time, and I completely erased that game from my memory. It mm. must have been that bad. So yeah, you're actually right there. Horrendous. It was it was a horrendous one that one. Really, really bad. We've, had, we've had some bad ones, haven't we, as fans? You know, late winners. The kid one was underratedly bad. I've actually got one that's not spoken about enough and it's quite recent. When they come to Goodison and we're managed by Rafa Benitez and he starts oh, singing his name. Is that the 4 1, the Marley Gray? Yeah, when they, they start, yeah. I got off when they started singing his name. I just couldn't. And to be, be fair, no, I think yeah. that game, I, I didn't take it too bad. I've tried to blank that one out. Because I think we knew we were going to concede three or four anyway. I think it was it just was... the fact that we had Benitez managing us yeah. and they started taking the piss by singing his name. That was probably what... Well, that that Manny one, what I will say about that, I at the, I sit in the park end now, but at the time the I sat... Everywhere. I, it was, I was sat on the end block and I walked down before the whistle gone just so I could get to like, the steps and then shoot out. Because I just wanted to get it. It was Monday night, weren't it? Monday night, yeah. And I remember looking over and I seen two of my mates in the Liverpool end. Like, and I was obviously, as you do with your mates, you shout and stuff at them, we were laughing and that. And I think I turn around, see the ball bounce off the post and they score. And I look over and just see my mates just pointing and laughing at me. And then the flare went on the pitch and I was just like, oh my oh, God. Yeah, but later that night, funny enough, I found talk sports because I remember they were absolutely slating. <laughs> Honest to God, my mates told me to this because obviously you think none of your mates listen to talk sports, and one of my mates was listening to it on his telly, and he just put a Snapchat in and he just went, "Is this Matty Owens?" And because they, they were absolutely slating Everton, as you say, I don't think we played that bad. We did in that game, and no. I just remember phoning up, and they, they weren't even bothered with the game. They wanted to go. They were saying to me, um, "How would you manage Ross Barkley? Like, you know, he's got this potential. He's just underperforming for his And he was like, "What on earth is going on about? Phoned up to talk about the game." And then it, we just even speak about the match, and I look back and think, "Why on earth did I phone up to talk about that?" I was so annoyed. Ah, oh, it was terrific. The, the problem is these derbies is they ru- they ruin your week up to it. And then they ruin your week after, and it takes a good few weeks to get over. Normally, because you know it's everyone's life in the city, isn't it? Like everyone lives, even you know, even globally, like people get involved and people get excited and people get anticipate. And Everton fans, there's always that like little feeling that this is it, we're going to do it, yeah. and we never do. And they always seem to find a way to disappoint us. The but... biggest opportunity was that kids one in the cup. Oh, that we was... should have been up. We were all walking yeah. to the game. We seen their team. We thought, hey, we're actually going to win about. Three or four nearly, yeah. When I saw their team, I was more worried. Like, I've seen it all now, so... <laughs> the only thing I've got left to see is they're on the, on the 19s beating us. Even for Saturday, though, Klopp knows he doesn't have to play a full team against yeah. us. He, he, he does, has, it, every, he he does o- it every year. He always he never has players. It gets in our heads. Yeah. It gets in the heads. That's why I think, obviously, they've got these suspensions and injuries and that, but it still doesn't mean nothing. They've still got a better team than us anyway. I was, I was with one of my clients the other day and he was reading out their team with the injuries and that. I was like, it's still a best team. They'll play that, that young lad. Sobersly or something. No, be... be Centre-half. Centre-mid. The young oh. lad. Oh, Bekatic. 
Bakicic. Yeah, is he injured? Is he? He's been injured all season, I think. Yeah, oh, but I don't know. It's the sober slide. Oh, not the going on about now. Yeah, we got you got good to stop player. him. He is a good player. And I know we won't like admitting that, but he's a good player. I don't you, make you Mc- McAllister in the deeper role, though. No, he's, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't found his feet yet at Liverpool. No. McAllister, he hasn't. It was always going to be a big step up. The midfield area, the midfield area somewhere Everton are gonna, c- could win that battle. They're going to have to try and win that battle, whether, whether we like it or not. I think it, not it rests with them, but I think James Garner's got a big, he's got a big role to play mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah, I just he think he, he's completely undroppable. He's been playing great for us. And I just think if if we are going to get it out of the game, he's going to be a massive, massive key to it. Do you know who I think could win us that game? And I don't know if you're going to agree with this. Rafama Duonara turns up. Genuinely, he is he has got the potential to get the game by the scuff of the neck. But the problem with Onana is the occasion sometimes to get the better of him. Last year at Anfield, he was walking around thinking like, you know, I'm him. I think he was saying to the away end and he was, put you know, putting at himself and... I love self-confidence, don't get me wrong, I love it, but you need to like put it in action and put it in motion. You need to back it up. If you do, gonna, you need to back it up. If you're going to go to the crowd, you know, when it's a little bit quiet, you know, get your arms screaming, come on, come on. There's you've a time got, and you've a place. got to have a bit about you, yeah. yeah. He, he, he did it all the time last year, he's calmed it down a bit this year, but that's one of the reasons why I've never particularly warmed up to him, because he's, he's got this high ceiling across, you know, Europe and Belgium, everyone rates him yeah. highly. I think we've seen the interview with Martinez, didn't we? So, you know, I'm really excited about him. But to me, he's just not started like that at Everton. So I, I look at him and I think, well, why is everyone raving about him? Because I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see this big, there's a player there. Don't be wrong, he's, he's, he's okay. And I know if he has got this potential, he just needs to start showing it, which I hope he does on Saturday. But he just, that's the place to start. If you're going to start this run it of is. great games to show why everyone thinks highly of you. Yeah. Do it Saturday, yeah. Do it away mm. to Liverpool. Ben said it on a, on a recent podcast, on obviously a view from the Orleans over on our Patreon channel, and he was absolutely bang on. Ben challenged the players, and, and you know what? Absolutely spot on. What a chance and what an opportunity now for these players and manager to, to, to not only kickstart our season, but to unify the fan base and really get us going. You know, we had Michael Ball over on the Patreon channel recently, and he spoke about, obviously, the former Everton left-back, and he spoke about when when he was involved in victories in Merseyside derbies, just what it meant for weeks to go, weeks to come, the lift it gave the place around Belfield at the time, um, you know, the confidence it gave the players, the unity that it bring, it bring the club together, the fans then feel on side with the team. It just, he said it just, it was a breath of fresh air, it just changed everything. And, Obviously, derbies are different now. They are, aren't they? And not what they used to be in terms of you know, like full throttle. And, Everyone thinks they're overrated now, aren't they? Yeah, that's massive the tackles and football. That's football. Football's yeah, changed. Yeah. Football's evolved. But nevertheless, when you just when you just hear, obviously, a former player saying that, and he was talking about him and Don Hutchinson, and and you know they still talk about wins, you know, against Liverpool and what it meant for for Everton and, and the fans and the team and the other dressing room. You just think, what an opportunity! And I'm not saying go there and win. But go there and just get a positive result. And a positive result would be, guys, a point is a positive result, yeah, is, whether yeah. we want to admit it or not. It, I'll it, take it right now. Yeah, it is a, it's a positive result. And if they can just go there and show fight, passion, and, and put in a 90-minute performance and come away with a positive result, imagine, imagine that away end after the game. Imagine what that could do for the players coming over to the Anfield Road end where you know it's housing, obviously, the, the, the lower allocation 
than what it normally gives the away Everton away fans. But um, imagine the feeling that it will send across the football club. It honestly, it could then set us off on a little run. Bournemouth, we beat Bournemouth. You've gone to Anfield, you've got a positive result. Then go down to West Ham, get another positive result. You know what? All of a sudden, your season's kick-started, hasn't it? Because then you, you'd look at it then, you'd think what it'd be then. I'm not saying we're going to go and win, but if you were to go and win, four wins out the last five with a win against, a way to Brentford, a way to Villa, away to Liverpool and you look yeah. back as a whole obviously the defeat to Luton was horrific but looking on a bigger picture you're managing to get some wins putting in some good performances I just want to see a bit of fight about them on Saturday I think the last few games at Anfield have been gutless like we've not tried and as soon as we go a goal down that's it like and it'll always be two three four then I just want to see them go there and put it to them say if you're going to beat us we're going to make you work for it and we're going to catch us, we're going to catch us out, and we, we're we not here to be walked all over, we're here mm. to compete, yeah. and yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I want to see from them on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and we do have a Patreon channel, as the Bobble touched on before, uh, we do have a lot, loads of episodes over on the Patreon channel, um, please give us a, you know, give us a go, if you don't always have to, you know, stick with us. We really would appreciate the support over on the Patreon. There's loads more podcasts, loads more special guests, loads of insider information, loads of news around what's going on at Finch Farm, the manager, the takeover, and a bit of insider access to all you, to the listeners. But as always, thank you as always for listening just to the free ones, the weekly catch-ups. They do obviously mean the world to us as well because that's where we originally started from. Um, so yeah, thank you to our to our sponsors uh, of the Beer Keller, um, Dowell there absolutely unbelievable the support he gives to us uh, and all the other sponsors we have and especially the Patreon members as well we really do appreciate it uh, Paul just quickly it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Best goal, Everton. Merseyside derby. We'll have to probably be Jack, Jack, Jaggers, to be fair. I think it's, it's a goal that speaks for itself. It obviously changed the outcome of the game and gained us a point in front of the cop. Just volleyed it from, from Bayard. <laughs> 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 volleyed it from Bayard. <laughs> it, it was. So, yeah, that, 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 that was a good one. And I yeah, think that's probably the best goal. Yeah, um, for me, it is. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Like, for me, it's one of the best goals I've ever seen live. Same. I was there on the telly, unfortunately. So I'm running around me with Numi Ma. My stream froze. Did, uh, would you agree? <laughs> yeah, I think technically, um, the fact that it's from a centre half as well. Like, if there's one person or one or two people on the pitch that you think could never hit a ball like that, Jack Yelka's up there, really. 
I, I just, just remember the, the, the fella at the Liverpool fan in the background looked like the paint and the scream when he held no, his face. <laughs> one of my mates that I was in school with, he's on there, he's, he's, he's sat about the 10th row of the cop and as soon as he hits it, from the angle from behind that shows Jagielka, you can just see him and he just puffs his cheek before the balls at the net and it's an abs- It's one of my favourite memories that just going into school and just showing him, hey, there's you there. It's fantastic. It really, really was. Now, prediction time. Matty, I'm going to ask you first. Prediction, Liverpool v Everton at Anfield, 12.30 kick-off. Um, I think, optimistically, I'm going to say... No, what? 2-1. 2-1, Everton. Got to start winning here somewhere sometime, haven't we? Bobble? 1-1. One, one. Take it all day. Point. Yeah, I think we'll get 1-1. Oh, one, you take one. it, of course. Yeah, 1-1. One, one. I think we'll go there and, and put in a good road performance, a good away performance. We've shown enough on the road already this season, like I've said, that we can do it. And I, I know, obviously, this is a different game and a different a different team and, and obviously a bit more difficult with respect than Brentford and Aston Villa. But we've proved that we can do a, a solid away performance. So, yeah, I, I think 1-1. One, one. I think they'll get some up. Draper? I wasn't very confident. But after <laughs> listening to Bobble's... Rally cry earlier. I am now going to go <laughs> Liverpool nil, Everton one to be scored by Jared Bramfries. Oh, oh wow. Everyone knows who's listened to this podcast for the past three years that I never get them right. <laughs> okay, um, so I've got a plan for so you. So I'm going to say Liverpool 2 0. <laughs> and ultimately, and it is reverse psychology. If um, you get this one right, bend your pants on it. I know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do think it'll be hard. I think we are massively underdogs. As I touched on before, before, I genuinely just want Everton to give it a go. 110%. If we go down swinging, you know, ultimately a good performance. I'd obviously love three points. But if we're going to get beat, go down swinging and it's put a few what you big, want to see, big tackles a, a, a in. Good performance. Go and put in the performance and what you can get out the game. Exactly, and that's exactly what we'll do. Thank you as always for tuning in to the weekly catch up. We will be back next week, bigger and better than ever. Thank you for tuning in. Up the toffees and let's have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>